0: Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark movies from our different perspectives, mine being the hopeless romantic.
1: And mine being the technical, sometimes cynical, cinephile. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Hamilton.
0: And today we are talking about the last movie in the Christmas in July series, Christmas in Toyland.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes, the, the last one for the Christmas in July season, I was a little disappointed because this one had nothing to do with July, so a little, a little disappointed on my end.
0: But it did have something to do with Christmas, it so it got one of the two.
1: A lot to do with Christmas.
0: Which is what you want in a Christmas movie, I would say.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I would agree. I would, I would agree. I think you do want a little bit of that, that Christmas. Uh, you
0: want just a, just a smidge of Christmas just a in touch, your Christmas movie. a touch of
1: Christmas in the Christmas movie. The rest needs to be all July. Give me some of those, those hot summer, summer months <laughs> uh, by the pool, you know, decorations, all that good stuff. But Stephanie.
0: Yes, Hamilton.
1: What did you think of Christmas in Toyland? Is this a movie that you'd want to watch again? Mayhaps in the winter months? Ooh. when it actually is Christmas time. Uh, you know, you have it on the TV, fire's going nice, marshmallows are roasting, or is this one that maybe you have on the background or while you're wrapping some some Christmas presents. Or is this one that you maybe never... Maybe some
0: toys, perhaps? Maybe
1: some toys. Maybe some wooden Mayhaps. toys. Uh, or is this a movie that you never want to see again in your life?
0: Uh, well, this one uh, surprised me a little bit.
1: Oh, all right.
0: And it may surprise you but I think I'm gonna say I would watch this one again oh
1: that yeah. is, I'm actually a little bit surprised you're right
0: <laughs> yeah I thought it was cute uh, I wasn't expecting to, to think it was so cute there was a lot of business I don't usually <laughs> yes.
1: there I, was there was much business in this uh, movie. I
0: don't usually like so much business but I felt like you know Charlie and Grant the the two main characters mm-hmm. uh, they made it. They made it seem not so snoozy you know with the business so yeah. and i know there, there
1: were pitch decks too i don't know if you caught that there we did have some pitch decks hallmark loves i didn't hear their pitch them decks. say
0: pitch deck though but the words w- pitch deck i you're did right. not hear
1: but she literally was pitching a deck
0: but yeah i mean the chemistry was evident like mm. the capital letters evident for me uh which i always do enjoy and um, there, there's you know a few things that I, I didn't love, but as a whole, I enjoyed it. And so, what about you?
1: I don't. Oh man, I'm gonna pull a you and say I'm kind of on the fence about this one. Um, You're uh, gonna pull a me. I'm gonna pull the a you. The indecisive, and hopeless indecisive romantic. You. I, I do. I don't think I would watch this one again. I don't think I would.
0: Not even a background.
1: Not even a background. There's a, there's a few reasons why. No, nothing against the the acting or anything. Because uh, you're right. I think the chemistry was through the roof on this. Um, but it just the the plot through
0: the toy store roof. Through the
1: toy store roof. Uh, the plot gave me some some PTSD. Um, oh. You know, I I worked retail, and it was just bringing all the all the bad feelings back to me. So. It didn't make me feel very Christmassy. it made me kind of like angry at that time in my life where i'd be working christmas at at game and angry people would be coming in it's just it was not a good feeling when i watched this movie
0: did you see any angry people in this movie
1: uh, i did not but just that like seeing the the shelves stocked and everything it just it did not sit right with me like it really it really brought me back to that time and it was weird to me because the entire time i'm thinking why don't they have like a cute Christmas store, you know, give me some of those holiday vibes. And we don't get that until the very end. And I was like, this, this store right here, this is where the film should have taken place. Not at this, this corporate office. So, or not this corporate retail kind of environment. So while I appreciate that they tried something new, it just, it just didn't sit well for me because of my experience in the retail world.
0: Mm, Gotcha. Wow. That's a, that's a pretty intense reasoning. It not, affected not, not me. Like, it, it affected
1: me. It affected me on, on a deep, a deep level. It, and it didn't bother you. I
0: you. worked retail as well uh, during the holidays many a time. And no, it did. <sighs> it did Man. not bother me because um, I never worked at a toy store. So this, I mean, this felt different.
1: GameStop is basically a toy store. So it, it, we had the kids coming in and the angry parents. And it was just a whole, a whole thing.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, well, let me go ahead and give us a plot summary. World famous. World famous. Um, let's see how Penny did. With this <laughs> she,
1: one. She's been down and out.
0: She She's my ghost writer. My ghost puppy writer. Ghost
1: puppy writer.
0: She's amazingly really, she does a really good job at typing. I don't know how <laughs> she does it. <laughs> Charlie is sent to a specific toy store to find out what makes them so successful in hopes of keeping her company from going strictly online. Riveting. Riveting stuff. (laughs) She meets Grant, the store's manager, who helps her learn a little something about customer service and Christmas magic. There you go. There you have it.
1: Oh, I like that last line: <laughs> customer service and Christmas magic. It made me.
0: It made me laugh. A I could tell when, tell when she
1: it. literally when you were writing this, I, I heard you laugh. I'm like, oh, she's got a zinger in there. <laughs> you mean
0: Penny? Penny I'm loves sorry, yes. alliteration <laughs> as much <laughs> as I do.
1: Penny's got a zinger. Uh, a great, a great plot summary as per usual. Um, it's, it sounds lovely. Sounds like a lovely film.
0: Th- thank you. Well, let's get into our main characters. Please. We have Vanessa Lingies, who plays Charlie. And I love the name Charlie for a girl. I've always liked that.
1: I did, too. The the entire movie, I was like, I love that. That's really great.
0: Yeah. Uh, I I don't think I've seen her in any other Hallmark movies, um, but she was in a TV show way back in the day. I think it was called like American Dreams or something. Do you
1: watch all, like, you know, like every way back in the day TV show that <laughs> ever was. It always um, surprises me.
0: So I vaguely remember her from that show, but I think that was like the last time I saw wow. her. So she basically was like a new person to me um, because she was a child then. Uh, and I I actually liked her. I thought she was super cute and yeah. likable. And um, yeah, I, I enjoyed her.
1: She had a lot of charm. You know, she had a lot of charm. and Yeah, she I think charmed me. She, I think we got to know her character very well. Um, she played the scenes that were emotional well. She played the scenes. She had a little bit of humor every once in a while. So, yeah, I think she was, was perfect for this role, and I think she did an exceptional job. Exceptional gerb? Uh, exceptional job. I can't even talk. Exceptional gerb. Exceptional job. She
0: did do an exceptional gerb. <laughs> and you know who else did an, excep- an exceptional gerb was Jesse Hutch, who plays Grant. And fun fact for you, I'm gonna blow your mind.
1: I can't wait. Right now I can't wait.
0: Um, do you remember a little movie called Chateau Christmas?
1: <laughs> Chateau Christmas. Oh it's no. one we don't really speak of Is often. that the is that the violin Not one? Not
0: for yeah. Um, oh, but do you remember okay. the, the there lighting. was like a character that was like a bro? The I think lighting. he had like a <gasps> think he had like a ponytail, maybe. No. The friend? Yeah, this this was the same guy.
1: Are you serious?
0: I am serious. When I was looking at his IMDb, I was like, no way. It's the same guy. And I think I even
1: said that I actually liked that character.
0: I know. We did like that character. Wow, this is a good, totally different character. Good for him. Good for um, him. So he is very adaptable wow. uh, and a very good actor. And uh, he was he was a delight.
1: He was great. Yeah. I mean, he was, he was absolutely awesome. Um, I loved his energy. He played this role wonderfully. You know, you had this kind of... Uh, guy who doesn't play by the corporate book and everything, and I believed him. I believed him. He was great with the kids; like he was just perfect for this role. And I, man, Chateau Christmas. I feel like we need to go back and rewatch that movie. Yeah, uh,
0: and he he can really pull off an elf costume.
1: <laughs> that, that was weird. That was super. Like, does he does he do that? Is that just something he just likes to put on? Uh, just you know, kind of kind of wild there.
0: Well, he works at a children's toy store and, you know, it's for the kids.
1: It's for the kids. It's for the kids. At
0: least we assume. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: We don't know what he does uh, at his uh, nighttime, <laughs> nighttime time. <laughs> his
1: nighttime time with the elf does.
0: But, uh, so yes, this was a, a business Christmas movie is what I like to call it. Uh, the Christmas movies that like to throw a bunch of business in there.
1: Christmas business <laughs> movie. It's a new genre.
0: Um. So let's uh you know kick things off with our meet cute. It's
1: a classic meet cute. The
0: the old guy sweeping the pavement with a at a storefront.
1: No, 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 the uh, <laughs> misinterpreted the uh, unidentified the the old uh mistook me for the the Christmas God.
0: seasonal employee. Yeah.
1: No, <laughs> that's that's what we had here.
0: Yeah, so she shows up at the store and it's closed and no one's there, but it should probably be open, uh, or someone should be there to open it. It almost seems like it's closed, like de- like desolate, like it's abandoned. No, I don't know. It was
1: weird because the windows were all kind of like painted so, over. Yeah, but it so, was supposed to be ice.
0: So this is where I have a little issue, which I have an issue, and then I don't have an issue, sure. and I want to know how you feel about it and I'm just gonna come out of the gate with it I thought this movie was gonna have magic I thought we were gonna get some magic
1: yeah I did too Like actual Christmas like the the dust was gonna be like actual like elf dust
0: I thought we were gonna get a whole Santa you know really is the store like he took over the store for Santa like the way it started and I really feel like they were giving those vibes off like they were really teasing us very hard trying to make us feel like there was going to be magic, right? Did uh, you?
1: I mean, yeah, it's been a minute since we've had actual magic in these films. They've I kinda know. They've kind of gone away from it. I think they're afraid of the magic. And Hallmark, bring back some of that magic. Don't be afraid of it.
0: Bring back the magic because I was really excited, and I the minute I thought that that's where they were going, like I got tingles, and I was just <laughs> like, oh my god, I had no idea that this was going to be this type of movie, so I was pumped for it, and I really thought they were going there for pretty much the entire movie until they broke my heart, um, and they said that the you know the magic elf dust was just sand, but um, instead
1: you get underpaid retail workers <laughs> in there, like, and that's what's crazy, like she's like banging on the door. None of the people come to see who she is or if she needs help. They're just stocking shelves because, I mean, that's what—that's all they know.
0: And that's what you do. Um, so, yeah, the meet cute uh, w- was a little awkward, but I was, like, enjoying it because I, I, in my mind, I was like, oh, there's Clo-, Like, oh, all of a sudden he appeared. And I was like, oh, they couldn't open the store because, you know, I guess all the elves are working really <laughs> hard inside. So they couldn't come to the door. Um, I like
1: how you have this whole other plot for this movie I did. going on.
0: I mean, I feel like they were, they were setting us up for it.
1: Maybe at one point, maybe one of the, the script drafts actually was like legit magic and they're like, no, we can't do this. Not, not in this day and age.
0: But this is what I, what I kind of like about it though, was they teased us. They were, it's like, and I think this was probably on purpose, I would assume, is that I don't think it was changed. I think they wanted you think that it was, but then they were like no it's not but you know but it is It's the not, magic it is. is in the people and you know just the christmas spirit i guess but i wanted some real magic elf dust and you know
1: well this is cute because i mean she just called the store and like left a message and you know he shows up and thinks that she's you know holiday hire and so takes her in Um, and kind of shows her around. And I like these sorts of meet-cutes where the person thinks they're someone else and no one, you know, she doesn't correct him or anything. And then here's the actual voicemail. And it's, you know, it's not a bad, not not a bad way to kind of get the movie started.
0: Yeah, and then when he finds out who she actually is, he's not super happy about it.
1: Because he hates corporate.
0: Yeah, but uh, there was something, not only was the chemistry evident, but there was something else that was very evident in this movie that I hadn't noticed in a while in a in a hot minute Uh, and it's something that we don't enjoy and I'm wondering if you if it it bothered you at all was the hokey music
1: oh yeah no in the in the I didn't notice it's funny because I didn't notice it so much in the the middle part or the end but in the beginning beginning, they, they went hard on the hokey music for sure
0: yeah um and so that's I think that was sort of like I was a little worried so I was like, Oh no, hokey music galore. Like what's, you know, this is going to be throughout, but yeah, after a while I didn't, I guess I didn't even notice it, but. Uh,
1: or, or maybe they, they toned it back. I mean, maybe they, cause what we're talking about when we say hokey music, for those of you that just kind of listening and tuning in um, is when they have like their jingles and they're playing it very hard for every like funny moment, every kind of beat to let the audience know that, Hey, this is supposed to be a joke here. It's almost like, Uh, in place of, like, the audience clapping or laughing at a joke. And that's kind of what it is. And they were hammering it home really hard in the beginning.
0: Yeah, like, to let us know, this is funny that he thinks she's someone else. And, you know, every little beat, you know, after they would talk, it was like the little hokey music. Um, So... So that, you know, I did notice it. And I was like, oh, man, I hadn't noticed this in a while in these movies. Yeah, they, they've been
1: a lot more subtle with it. Um, they don't play it for every joke. Or if they do, it's a little bit lighter. This mm-hmm. one, I felt like the, the audio levels were a little bit increased. So it really it punched you a little bit.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, I think, you know, they've been listening to us, uh, to the podcast, because <laughs> they, they sort of uh, quieted down on the hokey music. Mm-hmm.
1: So You know, one of the things that I did appreciate about this film, and they did it once in the film, but it was enough to – to really warm my heart, was that they actually showed the phone screen when she was texting. It was not above her head, off to the side. It was on the screen like a real person would see. I I loved it. I loved, loved, loved it.
0: That warmed your heart, huh?
1: It warmed my heart. (laughs) I, I really feel like, and I know this sounds crazy, but I feel like some directors actually, you know, listen to us. I mean, we were told that we had directors listen to us before, and they might be taking notes and be like, wow, people don't like that we do that, so... I like to think that we're affecting a positive change in the way that phone screens are portrayed in Hallmark movies.
0: If we, you know, do only one thing on this podcast, make any sort of impact, that's, <laughs> that's the, the one. Impact. Uh, fixing the, the phone screens and how they're depicted in these movies.
1: I, there we go. That's, that's the dream. And speaking of directors, we actually did just have the director of Campfire Christmas reach out to us. And he confirmed exactly what you said Stephanie which I'm, I'm which I'm very very proud that you were able to to catch on that right away.
0: Thank you yeah in the last episode I had a hunch from all of the knowledge that you know I've learned from you uh, you know that it was an anamorphic lens that was used in the flashback scenes um, and and the director did confirm that it was. And so. It was a
1: vintage lens at that so they even went further to get a vintage lens to really you know, hone in on that flashback, uh, look and feel. And anytime a director and DP go that length, it it does, it warms my heart again. I'm very, my heart is very warm today. I don't know if you guys can, can hear that in my voice. My heart is very warm.
0: Yeah. And I also think it's really neat, uh, when we do hear things like this from the directors or DPs or writers or anything, any like little tidbits, uh, if they confirm things for us or, um, you know, about these movies, it really just goes to show, you know, I know that they do these movies very quickly, but the fact that they went through, the, the fact that they did do that for a flashback scene, vintage lens, and, you know, put that thought and that time and effort into it to make it that much better. To me, I like, I just love that. I love hearing, you know, the details of these movies and the care that, go, that goes into them.
1: For sure. For sure. I, I do too. I do too. But for now, let's get back to the wonderful world of corporate retail during the holidays.
0: Of Christmas business.
1: Christmas business. (laughs) I like that. That's that's good.
0: Well, one of the things that I thought was was really cute, um, I've worked in customer service a lot uh, in my professional career. And so when Charlie gets to the store you know she she's like I'm a numbers girl like I don't I don't know anything about customer service and he wants her to sort of like get a a feel for the store like if you want to know how the store works you kind of have to put yourself in the action
1: you got to put that apron on
0: yeah you got to put that apron on you got to talk to the customers and see how it's done and so she's like what you know like I'm a numbers girl you know I you know basically she's saying she's not an extrovert and she doesn't know how to talk to people um Which I found a little hard to believe because, you know, she is like talking in these meetings and having to present her, you know, she seemed pretty headstrong in the meeting when she was like, we need to do something. We can't close the store. And then
1: just coming into the, you know, this, this toy store, she knew exactly what to do. She didn't come off as, you know, sort of an, an, an introvert to me. Uh, But maybe it's different when in the retail space for her, maybe with like, I don't even know. No, it was, you're right. It was a little strange.
0: Yeah, but I did like this part where she's like trying to talk to the customers and it's kind of awkward and she's like, oh, you know, it's not really working. So he's kind of like, well, let me let me show you how it's done. And so he, you know, she's watching him and I just, there's this scene where he's talking to this little girl and her grandmother, I think it's her grandmother, yeah, and uh, he's trying to, you know, help them pick out a present um, and you know they're going through different things and then she comes up little girl comes across like a crayon set and it is
1: you said crayon before it is a colored pencil crayon paint combo art set so oh. don't don't demean this art set it is a beautiful set <laughs>
0: excuse
1: cuz you're like $50 for crayons like this is all encompassing
0: it was $50 for crayons but I was like, "Whoa, this is an expensive store," <laughs> um, but then he, you know, says he's gonna give him a discount. And the look on Charlie's face when she is watching this, I was like, "Man, Charlie, you know, I'm figuring out a little bit more about her, what she, what she likes in a man." She likes discounts. She, she likes <laughs> a man that d-
1: gives discounts. <laughs>
0: she likes a man who cuts, you know, crayon sets uh, in half. And uh, I just thought it was a really a really cute scene she's starting to uh see a little bit more of his personality because mm-hmm. uh, he came off a little a little grumpy at first a little hard to read so this is like the first scene where she's kind of like seeing that exterior kind of fade away
1: well i mean you can't you can't blame blame him right i mean he knows he's not doing things by the books and so to have corporate come in and you know, start sticking their nose into his process, I mean, he's not going to like that at all. I wouldn't like that either. So I can't, I can't blame him for you know, having his walls up when this corporate person comes in and tries to find out what he's doing, which is, is wrong, <laughs> apparently. Wrong but working, which is you know, basically how corporate America works, that if you follow what they say, things probably won't go well for you, at least in the real t- retail space.
0: Yeah, no, I get it. But I'm just, I was, I liked this this scene that, you know, she's seeing him sort of uh, loosen up a little, I Mm -hmm. guess, uh, seeing his personality with the customers and and children. One of the things that warmed my heart, you're talking about all the technical that warmed your heart, was (laughs) when they, you know, he's reading the little story to the kids and, you know, they bring up the, the magic elf dust. And you, I looked over at you yeah and your mouth was a gape
1: why was it a gape
0: they brought out the magic elf dust because see i'm still at this point (laughs) in the movie thinking that there really is a magical element and i was like oh my god the magic elf dust is legit because they want everyone to like close their eyes And wish on the the magic elf dust. And you looked super excited. Do you not remember this? I mean,
1: it was cool. I mean, the the dust looked good. You know, I didn't think they, what I loved about this scene, um, I didn't really love the costume. I thought that was a little overkill, but I love the little wooden um, uh, lifter. It's not a lifter. It's not a spoon or spatula. What is it called? A little scoop. That's it. I love the little wooden scoop that he takes and like divvies out the dust. That, to me, is the magic of this scene, that little wooden scoop. And I hope he took that scoop, put it in his pocket, and still has it to this day.
0: <laughs> it's, you mean the actor, like, stole it from yeah, the set? Yeah, oh.
1: That's That's the thing I would steal from the set, is that little wooden scoop.
0: <laughs> Jesse Hutch, do you, did you steal <laughs> the little wooden spoon?
1: No, but it was a cute scene. I mean, it was a cute scene. All the kids loved it. Um, I When they were blowing like... The whole thing I'm thinking of is, man, that's glitter. They're gonna blow it. It's gonna get in people's eyes, you know.
0: It seemed like it just faded into the air. That's I, why I, I was, was like, CGI. oh my god, this is legit. I like, think it was
1: CGI. That's that's what I think. It was CGI when they're blowing it. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe
0: but I wrong. love that Charlie's like, oh, I'm not gonna close my eyes, and he's looking at her like, no. He, he was good. He
1: was good with like the looks, not mm-hmm. like the, not like the romantic looks, but like the come on, you got this, you know, those kind of. Well, he was kind of good
0: looks. with both. So. <laughs>
1: Well, one of the things that, that didn't warm my heart uh, was the, the lighting in this film. And you guys know that I was a little bit, you know, reluctant to get excited about this film because of the previews and the lighting looked off to me. And for a lot of this film, I, I did feel like the lighting was off. Um, they really, at least for me, and I'm going to say stylistically, for me, it didn't work. In the, in the beginning, especially, you can see they used a lot of very orange red rim lights, uh, on their hair or the hair light. And I I hate when they do that. It it just doesn't, it doesn't feel natural to me. It doesn't feel real. Like where's that light source coming from? I don't know, but it's there. And then they had this, this heavy handed yellow light they used all over the place. And then when you have that blue white light coming in from the windows, it just didn't match things felt off to me. Um, so stylistically it just, it didn't fit for my taste. Gotcha? Did, did you did no nope. nothing? Nothing. Nothing. I mean for you're lighting. over here calling out lenses, but the light's not doing anything for you, huh?
0: I was focused on whether the magic elf dust was real or not. So <laughs> that was my That was your main
1: concern. That was my Fair main enough. concern. Fair enough.
0: Fair enough. Um and speaking of th- I mean, uh, I'm just gonna talk about this the whole the whole episode. So this is where my dreams get sort of shattered, is um, but I did really enjoy this scene where he takes her to um the
1: Tinker, Tinkertown, Tinker
0: Trinket town the the shop, the toy store mm-hmm. that his uh, grandfather
1: yes his grandfather
0: he he has to I guess go get some more magic elf dust I guess he's run he's running, run low he's got to get the stash, and this scene there was a lot to this scene, and I don't know about you, but this was probably one of my favorite scenes, so they. Well, I had a I had a good bit of favorite scenes. Like there were a lot of cute moments in yeah. this movie, uh, which definitely surprised me. Like I said, I didn't I didn't know that I was gonna enjoy it so much.
1: Real quick, before you get into why this is your favorite scene, I'm gonna tell you why this is your favorite scene. It's because it's out of the retail space. We're not in like a GameStop with the end caps. We are in a cozy little. Um, derelict though it is a cozy little toy store you have this beautiful light streaming through the windows i don't know if you notice the god rays coming in through the glass and there it's misty and foggy it's gorgeous i mean i'm sure it's like a health condition when you, when you walk in but it is beautiful in that space and that's why it's your favorite scene
0: uh, maybe, but <laughs> that's not what I would have said. I mean, that may have something to do with it. The, the aesthetic was a little more, oh, yeah. I guess, pleasing. All that fog. To watch. But, um, there's a lot of cute moments. Like she's trying to get him to eat the elf dust. Cause she's like, what's in it? You know, what is it? I'm sure it's like, what is it? Uh, sugar or baking powder or something. Uh, and she's like trying to get him to eat it. And <laughs> I don't know why. I just thought that was really funny. Cause he's like, no. And then he finally admits it's just like
1: Coney some Island sand from Coney, Coney Island, Island sand.
0: which was very disappointing for me because I was, you know, like I said, I was really hoping for some magic, like real Santa magic. You know, I really wanted the dust
1: to well, be Well, maybe, real. maybe elf dust is Coney Island sand, you know, maybe, <laughs> I mean, maybe that's a secret ingredient. Maybe that's why we don't have it everywhere because no one's been to Coney Island and been like, you know what? I bet you, if I wish on the sand, stuff will happen.
0: Yeah, but it's definitely, you know, a little flirty. They're having some fun. I am enjoying it. Uh, the the conversation here. And then then it gets a little um a little more emotional, a little sentimental. Charlie sees the I guess a thr- we call it Santa's throne <laughs> or his yeah. his seat where um uh Grant says he would sit and, you know, the kids would come sit on his lap. And Charlie like has this recollection of like oh my gosh i came here like mm-hmm. i saw your grandfather i saw this chair and she's like remembering the experience with his grandfather and i don't know it it she played this, like Vanessa played this part beautifully. Like you could feel the emotion when she's recapping the memory in her mind, like it's coming back to her. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was beautifully performed. Like she's getting a little emotional, but you could see like how happy how happy she is remembering this. And I just thought it was a really sweet and lovely scene.
1: Yes, I will agree with you um, that I think this, this scene was beautiful. I, like I said, the, the, when they're in the toy store, the real toy store, Tinkertot, Tinkertown, Trinket, whatever... They it's great. I, I love it. I love this space. I wish it was utilized more. Um, the only thing I'll, I'll say, though, is that you said that they would sit on on his grandfather's lap. They, they wouldn't. The best part about this throne. And it is a throne. The best part about this throne is that there's a mini throne right in front of it. And so the kids would sit on this mini throne and that little chair would rise. So they would be at eye level with Santa, which to me was the coolest thing in the world. Like As a kid, imagining myself on that chair rising to see Santa in the eye, it's, it's brilliant. To me, this is how all Santa should be because then you don't have to sit on a stranger's lap. You're sitting in your own chair looking at Santa. Like how, like, oh my goodness, I love this. Loved, loved, loved it.
0: Yeah, sorry. I forgot about that part. I knew there was like the chair and, you know, she's talking about mm-hmm. the memory. But yeah, no, that is cool uh, that you don't have to sit on a strange man's lap and <laughs> that you can still talk yeah, to it's him. Still talk to still, talk and then to you get like your own little chair. So, but I yeah. mean,
1: I think this scene also just reinforced how cute they are together. They, they have a really strong chemistry, a really strong connection, and I think it works really well for them.
0: It does, yeah. The chemistry was definitely there, um, and I loved it. And speaking of more chemistry, I mean, this movie was just chock full of cute, cute scenes. I really loved when she's, like, saying that she wants to have him get in the costume again for yeah. corporate to see because she's like, you know, you know, you won me over with the elf costume. She's like, you know, I'm thinking uh, that you could really win them over and then he's just looking at it and he's like, did I now? <laughs> and when he says that, I was just like, oh, like <laughs> it was the cutest thing. And I mean, the flirting is just like hardcore. Like you can tell they these two are, you know, feeling each other. And um, I really love when they go to look for the Christmas tree together. This scene, uh, maybe again, it's not in the store. So maybe this was a, why it was another one of my favorites. But like the back and forth with them looking for the tree and the way the way it was shot, like sort of like following them around the tree and like sh- going back and forth between him and her. Um, uh, I just I really enjoyed that scene, too. And again, just the chemistry more and more just um, reaffirming that I really like these two together.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I, I, I definitely agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, know we also have a few nice lines in the film i think overall i think the story was different i think it was you know engaging in terms of the plot uh one of my favorite lines though, that he says um just because you're an adult doesn't mean that you need to abandon everything about being a kid and i i love that because you know i feel like i have a lot of, of kidisms at heart you know I try to be very youthful in my old age, and so that line really resonated with me, and I I think it kind of gets to the the heart of the film and 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 into the heart of his character as well.
0: Yeah, no, I really enjoyed that about him too, Um, and I do think it's important to keep that youthfulness and that childlike wonder, uh, as they say, uh, because, yeah, you can get away from things that matter things that make you happy a lot when you grow up so uh, i really liked that that part of the the story as well
1: yeah i just wish you know looking back on the film as a whole and i know there's only so much time that you can do and you know we'd lose some things in in the end but i really wish we could have gotten to know his employees a little bit more um you know we get to know i think marta is her name Mm -hmm. uh we get to know her a little bit she kind of helps helps her out in the beginning but I wish we would have gotten to know them a little bit more. I wish we had more scenes with maybe all of them together doing things, because then that would have made that end scene a lot more impactful. When he does lose the store, we would have felt for those characters a lot more. So I think it was a, a bit of a missed opportunity. Um, but again, there's only you know so much time in these films. But I really wish we could have gotten to know them just a, a bit more.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure how they would have fit that in, but because uh, I
1: mean we have the this, you know the plot with his sister and his niece, and so it's it's a it's a chock full movie so far.
0: Yeah, there was a lot going on, but it never I don't know, it never felt like it was too much for me. But yeah, that would have been nice to maybe get a little bit more um Heart. A little more establishment for those characters but maybe less
1: business maybe less christmas <laughs> business and more more heart
0: but again they did the christmas business very well because i don't normally <laughs> enjoy it and it never felt like ugh to me you, you were know?
1: right there with that pitch deck just in that I, in that boardroom like okay i was
0: excited like i wanted to know if she was gonna pull it off i was like are they gonna save the store no
1: as soon as we knew that he had a grandfather's store would i mean it was game over we knew who's gonna lose that store i mean
0: speaking of that all those names those are all like really good names for stores that you were trying to you were like i don't know tinker tot i think it's trinket town but tinker toys spit out a few that were they were pretty good yeah use them up use them up Any of those could have worked.
1: I should be a a toy store naming person. That's what I should be
0: Yeah Another thing that I really enjoyed was the the theme of like so Charlie's a little insecure about her true dream Which is wanting to design toys Um, and so she has like her little sketchbook that (laughs) she draws in and he's always asking her to look in it And she's just like nope not gonna happen um, she's still a little self-conscious about it, you know, and so there's a part where he tells her and he says something like the next time I ask you to show me your sketches. He's like don't talk yourself out of it. Yeah. And I was just like, um, why is that so sexy? <laughs> like that to me, I was just like and I'm, Charlie thought so too. Like she was like, "Okay, I'll show you my <laughs> sketches next time." Um, but no, I love that he had that confidence about him and that he's trying to give like her that confidence uh, about her dreams and her passions like he is with his like just letting her know like you you need to just like go for it it's okay like you need to be proud of what you are passionate about and i really love that for her that you know that grant is giving her that confidence um to go for her dreams you know Um, it's very attractive
1: it is you know i was kind of laughing during the film with you a little bit because to me and again i don't know where this comes from but I want one of these people who have these dreams to just be bad at it. Just one time, you know, she's wanting to be a toy maker her whole life. I wanted those sketches to be awful. The toy design to be poor and just have to see his reaction. Be like, oh, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Like that would have been that would have been beautiful.
0: I know we were joking. I was like, he's going to open it. It's just going to be like these stick figures. Oh, like man. she's just really just not one good time. Walmart,
1: oh, Give me that just one time. Just so I can have it, and then she realizes that her real dream is is numbers or something. I don't know. I just I've always been fascinated by the idea of of someone switching dreams when they realize they can't obtain it. And a lot of times in these films, that's not what these films are about. A lot of times in these films, no, it's they're always, uplifting <laughs> and heartwarming. The um, but the other thing is, you know, with with her dream of being a toy, you know, she shows on the sketches. He uh, <laughs> he he makes the Sally claws because his niece wants a a sister for santa claus because you know you know he's really a father figure to her and so it makes sense uh what did you think of of sally claus and santa claus his whittling skills
0: uh well real quick the uh his niece is adorable oh yeah she She crushed it yeah was was wonderful in this movie i loved her um so when he does make the the little figurines for her like when she's talking about making toys i'm thinking like much bigger like i'm thinking toys you know she has it almost looks like some kind of like thing that can rock back and forth like mm. i'm thinking pretty elaborate sized, like wooden toys which i've seen before and those are really neat and and cool um but what he makes for her and a, and i'm thinking you know, he didn't have a lot of time. So maybe this is just like a really simple prototype and they'll eventually make them bigger, but he makes the tiniest little figurines of her drawings and they were cute, but it seemed like something more like you would put like on a Christmas tree, like an ornament or something. Like I've seen some like that, that would go as like Mm -hmm. an ornament on a tree. So not really what I was imagining, but Charlie seemed to love it. So, I mean, the sentiment was very sweet. Uh, that he did it in the first place, so I liked that. But the the actual uh, toys themselves, I don't really know how well you could play with those. But um, well, I could see those maybe a little bit bigger.
1: You know, the the M the niece was just through the roof as well. I mean, she went right to that dollhouse and started playing with them. So uh, well done, well done. But no, for me, they, they did seem kind of ornamental. Um, I I do wish they would have been bigger, (laughs) just a little bit, Uh, but, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do?
0: What are you going to do? Especially when you find out that they're still closing the store. All of this work, all of this trouble, you know, all of the flirting, and, you know. And we had a
1: party. We had a party. A whole thing. Which was crazy, like, to think about, like, a party that they had to plan in an afternoon, not even a day, like, an afternoon, and they pulled it together, so... Uh, and, and then remember. they're like
0: nope we're still gonna close the store you're just like cool 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 yeah this whole movie was for nothing because I really I didn't think they were gonna close the store like Seriously? I didn't uh, even yes even when with we see Tinker the grandfather's store <laughs> I I really thought they were gonna keep it open no. and then maybe Marta was gonna take over the store or something and then he would or maybe, I don't know. I just, I didn't think they were going to close it. As
1: soon as we find out about the grandfather, it was game over. Well, nothing they're nothing like, they did would have Oh,
0: happened. you know what makes sense? We're going to make the flagship store in Las Vegas. Where
1: kids just go all the time. The kids love Vegas. They love gambling. Let's, let's take them to, to Vegas. I know. I mean, but this I company like, well, there needs there are to families
0: just... that live in Las no, Vegas. No, Vegas is
1: very kid-friendly now. I, you know, I jest, but for real. I mean, the, the company just seems so poorly run. And to the point of absurdity, like the fact that they want to close down all these stores like a few days before Christmas. How insane! Like your Q four is already over. Like you can't save face for doing that. You know, go back in Q one, fix things. Like it just it made no sense from a business perspective. It made no sense from a personnel perspective. Just the most frustrating thing was watching how this company was run, um, and that's where the Christmas business. And that's where the Christmas business is. And it, it frustrated me because. There's no way a toy company would fire everyone like literally four days before Christmas. It made no sense.
0: Yeah, uh, but one thing that I did enjoy, which I'm sure you did also, was that there wasn't any real like conflict between these two. Like they never yeah. got mad at each other. No, the conflict or, was
1: the the store. You yeah, know? I mean she was upset that it didn't happen, but she wasn't upset with it, you know. Yeah, so, he
0: never blamed her. Like yeah. I thought he was gonna be mad. Like you told me you would fix it. and yeah, you know, we and don't none get none of that happened. No,
1: that I did. You're right. Thank you for calling that out. I did enjoy that because it was more about the the store and everything. Um, and it's just i don't know man it just <laughs> just so funny to me these people being like all right no, the flagship's going to be in vegas like where who how what demographic like if it's working here this is your only store that's been producing money for you like hardcore money for you you keep it there like it just yeah the the whole company just needs to go under let's just clear the slate with them
0: yeah that so what the thing that really bothered me was that they really just wanted to hone in on letting me know that there wasn't any magic in this movie. (laughs) Uh, Because Uh, I believe it's the conversation that Grant has with his sister, where they're talking about his grandfather. And she's just like, you know, he was just a guy who loved kids. Like, you know.
1: Yeah, you're right. That was a good conversation. The sister did well too, just real quick.
0: Yeah, but I was just like, man, why do they keep dashing my dreams? That he was really Santa, and you know, the magic was real. Like they just keep, nope. He was just a guy who loved kids. And... Well, that's what
1: Santa is, right? Santa's just a guy that loves kids too.
0: Yeah, I guess, I guess so. But I just, it, it did weigh on me. <laughs> that there wasn't gonna be any any real magic in this movie. Um, there, you, I did the, the, enjoy. The, I did enjoy the tease, though.
1: The the magic was there. It was just subtle. It was Christmas magic. I mean, who? The magic worked, right? I mean, it just took a little bit longer. And that's what she says. You know, the mom says to Emily is that our Emma M. I'm just gonna call her M. Is that the sometimes magic just takes a little bit longer? You know, it takes a little bit longer. So the Christmas magic is still there
0: you're right you're right um, because
1: i mean think about it would he tell her no this is real elf dust no he would tell her it's just sand because he has a stash of it he doesn't know if he can trust her he doesn't want her to come back and steal it then you know start her own little elf dust company it's a whole thing all right so the magic is real
0: thank you that i i mean i know that there was magic a lot but again not the kind <laughs> of magic that i wanted so
1: no no time travel magic
0: no um so I'm not really sure how much time has passed after she, after they close the store, but she she comes back to find him at Tinker mm-hmm. Town, Tinker whatever. Trot Town, whatever Tinker Trot Town, yep, that's <laughs> Trinket right, Trinket Town. Uh, and I'm a little confused because man, maybe there is some Christmas magic going on <laughs> because he gets that store up real quick.
1: That didn't make any sense to me either. Like I I wish we had had some you know just a few. You know, text at the bottom saying how much time. It looks about three months. But maybe longer because think about it. He had to get a loan. He had to fix up the place. He had to get stock inventory, set up a business. I mean, this is...
0: It seemed like it was just like a night. Like (laughs) the way the movie was shot.
1: Like literally Christmas elves came to help him. Um, And so, I don't know. I mean, the, the whole planning a party in an afternoon seemed a little crazy. And then on top of seeing this store... After who knows how much time has passed, which is wild too.
0: But it was super cute. Oh
1: my God. And that's where I wanted the movie to be. Show me like we're in there for all of like five minutes, the entire film. Let's just have him lose it. Just let's have the movie there.
0: Well, maybe there'll be a sequel and then there will be real magic.
1: And I wanted to see that, that throne lift too. Like a lot of missed opportunities for me in this. Uh, But yeah, I guess we could have a sequel and we actually get to see the chair work. That would be, that'd be cool.
0: (laughs) The chair work uh yeah a little more chair work a little more magic uh (laughs) would have really pushed this one over the top but we do get a kiss and i was a tad disappointed because of all of the flirting and the i just felt like there it was going to be more of you know when i get that build up like i want the reward for it and um yeah because their
1: chemistry was great throughout the film
0: yeah, all the, they had a lot of flirting, a lot of tension. Like I was feeling it, uh, throughout. But it was a sweet kiss. I, I my, you know, campfire rating. I had I gave this one kindling. Mm. I didn't even really feel the sparks. Which again, this is why I was disappointed because I really thought there would have been more to it. But it was a sweet kiss. There was a potential there. Um, so so yeah, a little disappointed on the kiss, but. Overall, I enjoyed it. There was enough chemistry there that I that I liked. It gave me the Christmas feels, even in your you call it the game. It did not look like a GameStop store, even in the the retail store, um, and throughout. But you know, looking at Christmas trees and you know Trinket Town and everything, I got the Christmas feels. So so yeah, I I enjoyed it.
1: Okay, all right. Well, I mean, I'm I'm glad you enjoyed it. I I don't think, you know, I, I it's not that I I didn't enjoy this film. It just I just, like I said, it just gave me just bad memories of working retail and I just thought the space could have been utilized uh, a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the things we didn't talk about real quick before we wrap this up, since there was so much Christmas business, you know, her friend who was phenomenal, by the way, her friend and coworker, I loved her. She was great. Um, They, you know, they talk about she's like running late for work and she goes to work to quit her job. And uh, I hate when they do this. You don't, you don't need to quit your job to start your toy line. You know, you can bring in that VP money. I mean, we're talking probably $300,000 a year for her, maybe more. She could be netting that while she starts getting the toy line up. Like you don't need to quit everything. And so what, how did you feel about the quit? Cause that, that just didn't sit right for me.
0: I mean, I think it definitely is risky, <laughs> yeah. because she has nothing else lined up, and so she's basically asking Grant, like, "You got a spot at the store?" Like, I hope you, you have a spot at the store. I hope you do. Um, but no, I mean, she's she's all going for it. She's putting it all in. Grant gave her the confidence. You don't uh, you don't need to though. After I mean, she saw those little whittles he did, she was like, "I right, we can do this." So, oh, man, I guess they're gonna work together, sell her her toys in hit on in Trinket Town, and. Yeah, I believe in her. I think I think it's okay.
1: Okay. All right. It just it I was like, man, that is that is a lot of money you could be saving. You would only need to work there for like three months, six months, and then you take that savings and then do your own line. So it just seemed a little wild to me, but you know, I'm a I'm a business guy. I'm a Christmas business guy. So I'm looking <laughs> at the numbers. Looking at those numbers.
0: Yeah, we are looking at you know, the we're romanticizing this, babe. This is what these movies are. Yeah. To follow your dreams and you know
1: well i mean she did and he did so it obviously all worked out in the end um and i'm glad what a shocker yeah i'm glad that you know his employees are going to have a place to work and i'm glad he's going to be you know i mean mean, trinket town tinker tots is going to just it's going to crush it's going to crush the competition and the teddy bear company is going to go downhill and so it's a beautiful ending a beautiful ending
0: did they even sell teddy bears there?
1: Yeah, I guess not. I mean, I saw a few. I did see a few. But, I mean, their biggest pull is the art sets. Those art sets, ooh, <laughs> sell through the roof. Not uh, if
0: Grant's giving discounts yeah, no, to gosh, everyone. Gosh,
1: uh, But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, that is our review of...
0: Christmas in Toyland.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Please make sure to uh, like and subscribe on all the the socials. You know the the Spotify's, the Apple's, the Instagram because Instagram's all videos now. So all the things. If you do that for us, that would be a big big help for us guys.
0: Yeah, thanks. Uh, and so the there were only three Christmas and July movies, but I don't know if you want to do a quick rundown of our our top uh, or top ones. Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's pretty pretty easy. I'm gonna say my my number three is my grown up Christmas list.
1: Yes, that would be my that would be my number three as well. Uh, just oh man, I had some issues. And again, first half of film so good, mm-hmm. so good that first half. And the lighting, oh my gosh. Um, but yes, bottom bottom for me.
0: Yeah, and then my number two would be this one, Christmas yes. in yep. Toyland. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think we're we're on the same page. And then our number one, Campfire Christmas.
1: Campfire Christmas was a delight. Please, if you haven't had the chance to see that one. Please go watch that one. The only true Christmas in July film to boot as well. Um, so please give that one a look. See if you haven't watched it yet.
0: Yeah, they hit all the points mm-hmm. for me with that mm-hmm. one. Um, but this one, I mean, what is a very you know close to the top? Like this one did surprise me. So yeah, it did. Too. Uh, so yeah, I think the, overall the movies were good. And um, I I'm a little I don't really know what to think about the fall movies coming up. I'm excited for for new fall movies and for um, fall Paul. I'm excited for a fall Paul uh, the Paul Campbell and Rachel Boston one but other than that I don't really know much about the other ones I haven't really seen many previews I know we have that the one something love in the limelight yeah um, this weekend so so we'll see but we'll have those uh, coming for you uh, as as well so Great. we'll we'll see you then
1: Thanks guys see ya
0: thanks.